0: Hello and welcome to Bald Move TV, Banshee edition. This is our last Banshee podcast. It's on episode it's 408.
1: It's last Banshee ever. It's called uh, Requiem.
0: Requiem. Mm.
1: What did you think?
0: Uh, okay, so this season has been a, a mess, mm-hmm. On by and large. But I felt as a banshee fan, I was justified in watching it with this last hour of television, and especially the cast and crew goodbye, yeah, that, that was they really packed sweet. on at the end on Cinemax. I felt like
1: you gotta see everyone's last scene ever
0: and and I see first of all, I was right, I was right. God, I yeah. smoked out that bad bow tie, Burton episode one mm-hmm. episode one
1: mm-hmm. I still don't agree with it
0: and here's the thing. I feel like that Final Hood and uh, uh, Ed Proctor and Burton confrontation, oh my god, the headbutts are glorious. Uh, I thought it was worth the price of admission. I just wish they could have thought of another way for Burton to do that and hide his intentions in a fucking Satanist serial killer. Because, boy, was was that plot a drag. Right. But they couldn't resolve it right away. Because it would fucking ruin the surprise that I smoked out in episode one. Right. It just really feels like this would have been a banging four-episode season. But probably for contract reasons and a whole bunch of other things that were beyond their control, they couldn't just do what the story they had to tell. So, I don't know. What we got was a bloated season four. But these this last hour was pretty good pretty badass it was it was the first kind of totally banshee thing i think we've seen all season
1: i agree i like uh, i didn't like the season as a whole and i know we've said that on every episode so i'm not gonna harp on it right too much now um but they did a really good fan servicey finale yeah i believe um I mean, they did that thing where they wrap storylines up really neatly and. a in a way you wouldn't expect but it just leaves you saying huh oh okay okay I'm done with that right uh, so they did that for everything and they especially did not bring a dead Satanist back to life
0: right and the other thing is after we went through the experience which was season 7 of True Blood I mean you can have a really shitty final season where nobody gives a fuck and then you can end it in the worst most soul crushing kick in the nuts hour of television for a finale Banshee at least didn't do this I felt like that everyone gave a fuck and was invested, and no one was especially mailing in performances. Right. Um, and this last hour was just excellent, so what do you know? Yeah. They stuck. They, they wobbled. I mean, just like Carrie Strug landing on her broken leg. Wobbled, and it seemed like it would hurt, and there's mm-hmm. going to be bone shooting through the skin, but somehow they stuck the landing. <laughs> uh, Bella is going to come over and give you a big hug.
1: <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about some of the things that happened in this episode? I
0: suppose we should. Um, I liked how most of the things were bullshitty about the episode or about the season they dispensed with immediately, like Proctor, Proctor's meeting with the neo-Nazi thugs, which is crushed by the senator who he was mysteriously friends with and who happens to be the Grand Wizard Cyclops.
1: Is that what it's called, the Grand Dragon? Grand Dragon Wizard
0: Cyclops uh, Billy Goat. Of the KKK, apparently they
1: also had one one of those in True Blood. Just I don't know why I'm drawing comparisons. Mm. I do, I do know. Mm. Uh, that and that 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 wrapped that up neatly, huh?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I he mean, had a reason
1: to be there, and Proctor had a
0: reason yeah, to yeah It's it's what what's dumb is that many neo Nazis in Banshee, Pennsylvania. That was a lot, and and two. Why do they let Calvin live except for he looks like he needs to go settle some unfinished business with his brother? He spit on the head neo-Nazi shoes. I feel like... That would have gotten him broken in any other context in Banshee. But they needed him to fight Kurt.
1: I'm pretty sure on the resume, when you apply to become a neo-Nazi brotherhood member, the the very first qualification they ask for is pride.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, Specifically white pride, but... (laughs) Pride nonetheless, so...
0: All I have is home pride. Being prideful men, I think they allowed him to
1: have some sort of uh, outlet. No. Hands, walk away with his life.
0: Yeah. But I do... Because he literally said the first time he killed one of our own, you should have torn him to pieces. I mean, I felt like if I'm a skinhead and I'm an impressionable idiot and I hear that, I think that it's my duty to kill this guy ergo it's probably his duty to kill this guy ergo why are they letting him walk away after he's spit on his shoes it maybe dumb it's
1: me. like you send him back with these other guys who you just told should have torn him apart and then you know it's his own special kind of hell mm. to uh whatever these guys are gonna do or treat him like and
0: they seem slow because they weren't picking up what he's putting down uh should we talk Suffer about the credits him
1: to live yes let's talk about the credits
0: because there was we watched we actually decided five seconds in you know what let's just put super slow-mo on yeah this is like a feature of our cable box you can,
1: right we always rewind and watch it three times let's, let's just watch, just watch, watch it once in super slow i
0: mean we met we 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 missed the awesome theme music but uh we did get a lot out of it like for example there was a uh, a, a tableau of a person playing dolls and the playhouse had collapsed. Yeah. And there's a male and female, you know, that's, that's Lucas and Carrie. Right. Not being able to get back together. Their uh, dream House a, collapsed. uh, person flipping off cows, which I think is supposed to symbolize Job saying suck my tit to Banshee, Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, there's brothers playing and fighting, which obviously was a Kurt and Calvin nod. Right. Uh, Lily Simmons had her, like, you know, title card over a woman's hand that was bound and clutched into a fist. And for, like, three frames, it opens and you see her necklace and then it's gone again.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah,
0: I noticed that on the, the second so, time through. Huh. And, uh, there's some more images of brothers playing and fighting, uh, over Chris Coy's name, who plays, uh, Calvin. Right. Uh, and then the Satanist collage leads right at to Rebecca's hand. This time, it's still bound, but it's holding a meat cleaver. I think separa- uh, symbolizing the, uh, uh, the rift that she's going to put in the Proctor family. You think so? It's not a rift. It's more of a murder. It's a murder yeah. thing. Yeah. That's as rifty as you can get. <laughs>
1: um, yes, the pretzels led up to that one cleaver hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty good final credit sequence.
0: I like it. it felt like that's a, I, I always enjoy the credit sequence of Banshee as you get further and further in the season because... They just start laying all their cards on the table and you're like, oh, that's where this was all going.
1: Right. That's where the ring twists off the finger. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Um so Do you just want to
0: go by goodbyes, because this is what this episode is all about.
1: Yeah, I was just kind of going through Proctor's thing.
0: Okay. Um so I'll let you take it then.
1: <laughs> okay. So Proctor and uh, Burton say goodbye to the cartel when they uh And all their drugs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Carrie and Job show up for one last uh, con, I guess, and Brock has involved himself this time, which is pretty cool. Burton and Proctor decide to, or they all get blown up together. Per- Burton and Proc, um kill the rest of the cartel members. They get the drop on them, and then as they're leaving, Lucas Hood uh, is somehow traveling on the same road. I feel like they pulled out the stunt before. Yeah, being rammed into a ravine. Well, it's a, it's an it's, a begin, times. it's getting
0: to be an action movie television show uh staple like it's because it's it's always shocking you know sometimes you see it coming a mile away right sometimes it's just you know it's it's always shocking and violent and it also served a crucial role in this uh by giving a plausible reason for burton to lose the hood because even with burton being as banged up like he just got exploded right and now he's just gotten in a car crash, and not just a car crash, but he rolled down the ravine. And he's, he's not unconscious at a, for a little bit. He's not at a hundred percent, right? And that's the that's the even with all of Hood's supernatural Eye of the Tiger <sighs> montage powers that he's got. Yeah, uh, I don't think he could beat him on a, in a straight up fight. And that's the thing; like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Hood afraid. But as soon as like him and Proctor figure out that it's not Proctor that killed Lily, but with Burton, Burton, like. Anthony the Star totally sells the fact that, like, oh, shit. I mean, I've essentially picked a fight with a fucking tiger. Right. You know, and he can kill me as soon as look at me. I thought that was pretty great. Can be, can we go back to the airport where they blew up the drugs? Yeah. I liked Brock blowing up the, dru- the drug truck, but mm-hmm. could they have spent a couple minutes spitballing a badass line? I felt like that there was some badass one-liner deficiency in this episode. Cause I him agree. Just they said, kind of burned all ha, L- looks like someone shot, blew up your drugs. That's Right, I
1: blew up your drugs.
0: Like what? Well, that's... he had a
1: kind of good one-liner in the car ride home.
0: Yeah, nice car. This is a nice, really nice yeah. car. But yeah, that's... but I, I, I wanted this is Proctor's something. Proctor's car, right? Yeah. I mean, he could have just grinned, and it would have been better than that kind of lame, milk toast one-liner.
1: Right. Um, they could have done better with Job's line later on the episode as well. I what didn't... if you
0: said, "Say no to drugs," or "Dare to say no to drugs." <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah Maybe sleep on it Let's work on some things <laughs> Or how
0: about Damn That's what I call A war on drugs
1: uh, Getting no, there? No Really? You're kind of You're getting colder
0: Oh Alright well I'm just, But still Any of those Better than what they did They went uh, Okay Which yes. is a plain face Description of what he just did Right uh, uh,
1: So yeah That's That's the last time They have a A, a con together Hmm and it's, well, it's do They've it, killed all the cartel and Proctor, so which, yeah. there's not any crime to fight anymore.
0: It's interesting <laughs> that Lucas, that they didn't include Lucas in any of this. I right. mean, he unwittingly played a big part. Right, of course. But, because they, they run away like the cockroaches they are and live the fight another day had he not run them off the road. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, let's, I guess we'll continue with Proctor's story here.
1: Yeah, is that okay? Yeah um so they have this uh fight off here lucas beats the shit out of him with his own head
0: the head and it's so funny because anthony Starr like kind of grins through like the third one but it's just one of those things where, and he has to like
1: like our Close
0: es- his eyes and take some deep breaths before each one. <laughs> or
1: exclamations from the couch at every every other headbutt he did. They. He just kept going on. on. And we're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah.
0: Then later in the episode, I'm like, normally I criticize it when people in Hollywood don't wear helmets when they're riding their motorcycle. Because it's super irresponsible. Unless you're Wolverine and now Lucas Hood. Because Lucas Hood's skull... It's got to be laced with adamantium. There's no other explanation for how he can take that kind yeah, of there's brain no, bashing.
1: There's no getting through there.
0: Oh, man. Woo. Oh, man. It was so vicious. It and was. Also his like I refer to it as his Eye of the Tiger montage, but he just thinks about all the people he's lost yeah. along the way. And it's just, in any any normal villain, that would have been enough. But this, he has to dig deep. All right. the way back 15 minutes ago to the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the promise he made to his daughter deva yeah i'll find it, you and i and that that's brought him back
1: yeah it was interesting every fight he's ever had flashed before his eyes and how he always won and you can see him succumbing and this is the one he's gonna lose oh that's um, the other thing deva brings him back which is nice he's found a new woman to fight for and so. they kind of
0: implied they rescue each other in the in the credit sequence because that's the other thing i for, for forgot to talk about there's been this angry woman screaming uh that, you know fuck you dad and i'm your girl and all this other stuff with guns and this episode she had put down the guns and someone came off off screen a masculine hand helped her off the carpet so i guess this is the father saving the daughter and the daughter saving the father yeah, with their love for each other.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to do well in the future, I think. he will come back to Pennsylvania or wherever she is often and visit her.
0: I think she's going to go to beauty school. She's going to drop out of college after three months, <laughs> wash out of beauty school. Well, if that's a she then wants to do. And become addicted to heroin.
1: She's got to be her. <laughs> <laughs> she gets that from Hood. <laughs> that's
0: right, that's right. Um, She'll have a big mountain man beard. <laughs> she got that from him, too.
1: In uh, Veronica's goodbye story, she starts by questioning the devil lady and gets a read off her that they didn't kill Rebecca. It wasn't at the same lunar cycle. She wasn't a surprise. It wasn't during a
0: new moon when night is darkest.
1: It's not possible that she could not have known about it. Um, they Veronica and Hood go to Proctor's and he finds her necklace in the shed and he splits off with her so that he can go do his, his thing.
0: Yeah, conceals that evidence. Right. So when he's like, "Well, you're gonna do some blood analysis, eh? Well, I guess I'll just bounce with <laughs> that boring science shit." Uh,
1: question: Who cleans up the car and the body in the river?
0: No one. I think <laughs> I've been to Pennsylvania, and just the same as it is in rural Ohio and Indiana. Sometimes you've got a car at the bottom of the ravine.
1: Is it all the nameless, faceless police officers in the sh- in the Banshee? <laughs> sure, TV? sure. Later.
0: The the new sh- uh, sh- uh, Siobhan, Shaban and the new Emmet. Yeah. Uh, Emmett. yeah. Although exactly. the new Emmett's not as ripped. Old Emmett had sleeves rolled up to his armpits and right. screaming. This guy's got sleeves rolled down and maybe he's a shapeless. He's just a sack. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, as impressed. Exactly. If you want to know who we're talking about, there's like kind of a a sketch well, of those characters as as Hood's walking out of the Banshee to the police department. For yeah, the last and the, time. in his
1: very final scene, if you look at the doors on the right it looks like what could be Siobhan and, and Emmett from the back standing next to each other talking.
0: Yeah, and I, and I don't the, know if it was on purpose. To the extent that I thought it was like to suggest that there's some kind of ghost, you know, like like the same way Lily, or not Lily, God, uh, the same way that Rebecca was kind of traipsing down the stream bre- bed with uh, Proctor kind of uh, hallucinating in and out. The same way that uh, Rebecca was kind of traipsing down the stream bed barefoot while Proctor was looking on while Hood was getting choked out. What? I know we're done with that scene, but what the fuck was Proctor doing? He was hallucinating about Rebecca and wondering what he was going to do when Burton got done beating the shit out of Hood. He'd already put two and two together. Are you asking why he was hallucinating? No, just why he wasn't. I mean, he didn't try to throw a rock. I thought what was going to happen was as Lucas was getting uh, choked out...
1: That Hood was or Proctor was going to shoot him.
0: The Proctor's going to shoot him or have a rock and smash him in the back of the head.
1: Right. I'm also surprised. But li- Proctor was
0: completely Ugh. passive, completely knocked on his ass about it.
1: Well, he broke his leg. He
0: the, had to true, save his strength true. so that he
1: could crawl home later.
0: He had to crawl all the way up that all and the way, then all the way ravine, home. All the way home. Yep. Yep. But he is stripped down to the waist and uses <laughs> prison tattoo of Jesus power. Yeah. <laughs> he called upon that.
1: Yeah. So he had to save that up. Um. Anyway, he, Rebecca, or not Rebecca, Veronica and Hood have their last goodbye and then spend the night together? Yeah, Hood
0: shows up it's like, hey, uh, my dick isn't broke anymore. <laughs> if you, you know, we never really got, I, I know, I know I sobbed myself to death on your, or <laughs> to death. Yeah. Sobbed my, I sobbed myself the the penis death <laughs> uh, <laughs> on your bosom that one night, but I'm back in business. I yeah. done murdered the dude that murdered my jailbait slam piece, and mm-hmm. I'm good to go.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I think th- she says goodbye by leaving his file there.
0: His, his secret file. His secret
1: file, which he opens, and they made intentionally blurry so you couldn't read it. I have some ideas about what I think his name is, but yeah, I ultimately think, I don't care.
0: I think you're, I think you're cuckoo. I don't think you can see because I did the same thing you did. I paused it and got close up to the TV, and I, I felt like they intentionally passed that through a filter, mm-hmm. or the DP just put it out of focus enough that you cannot read a single fucking thing, right? On that page,
1: I'm not disagreeing with you. But- so then we have Calvin and Maggie and Bunker's goodbye scene
0: yeah uh, yeah you know what this would have worked a million times better had i given a shit about either of these characters because kurt was just like an afterthought uh you know we'll make him a neo not wants to be a cop not care enough about a continuity to even remove one fucking tat not even his most visible throat tattoo in the offseason which would have made everyone's job easier and have been a much tighter story especially right. given the time lapse
1: yeah but you would have forgotten who he was
0: uh no not because i have all the neo-nazi tattoos on his hands remind me and he's naked half of the scenes this season which i'm he's a fine looking man uh so in fact you saw him without his tattoos apparently he's dating lily simmons now there was a big thing he posted on twitter that he got a girl uh super nice girlfriend out of this whole deal
1: yep rebecca and bunker forever
0: and you saw him without his tattoos and you instantly became pregnant
1: not true but s- swollen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I think that if I'd have given a shit about either of these two guys, the way the way they filmed it, and at the end how you know Brock had to pull out his pistol and shoot him, and then his brother essentially died in his arms.
1: It wasn't Brock. Bunker. I'm sorry,
0: Bunker. Uh-huh. Um, this way he essentially died in his brother's arms, and I just thought I thought it was pretty moving with the lighting and the acting and the music, like. I they got an emotional reaction out of me, even though I didn't care about anyone in the scene. Oh yeah, definitely. I cared more about Brock's house than I did about anything that was happening in front yeah. of it.
1: It was an awesome fight scene, very well choreographed, and uh, oh, yeah,
0: the the, the prison shivving with the broken antenna. Yeah, the the throwing a dude against a tree. Uh,
1: so who cleans up this body? Because. Bunker, the police
0: department. This is clearly
1: a, this, goes and sits in the grass and doesn't get any medical care. Doesn't get cleansed up at all.
0: Eventually, Brock comes home. He comes home with his groceries and they just roll him into the lake. But don't you think they don't fill out any paperwork? An fuck e- it. An
1: EMT would have an obligation to check out his wounds.
0: I don't know. You'd think a lot. I think uh, what happened pretty, is pretty Lucas. Sure. Every time one of them tried to check one of Lucas Hood's wounds, right. he broke their arms. So there's just a shortage of them in Banshee. All right, EMTs uh, conscientiously object from serving a Banshee.
1: Whatever. So they have a, a tears and blood montage
0: <laughs> where everyone's being sad <laughs> yep. and, and bloody cleaning, and cleaning up their blood. Yep,
1: uh, Burton's. In the river super dead
0: proctor's also, making making love to a tommy gun
1: proctor dragged him and laid him right in the middle of the river in that unnatural position with his broken leg before he climbed up the ravine and climbed
0: home maybe he just <laughs> pushed him off of him and it was such a powerful push like burton did three or four f- complete flips the and then landed right in the middle of the river
1: all right okay i'll buy it um
0: again he was the he was using the prison tattoo jesus power
1: yeah so back at the playstation calvin oh shit bunker and brock actually uh decide to write up a fake report for justice
0: i guess again i would have just rolled his body into the the lake but
1: yeah and they well they don't say that they didn't do that so but then
0: why why write up a you know justified shooting report just roll the know. yeah, just yeah. roll the body in the lake. Skip the report.
1: So Maggie, you're and... You're going to
0: break laws, break and you're going to trust each other. Trust each other. I'm yeah. starting to I'm starting to question their commitment to Banshee <laughs> Sheriff's Department. Yep. Banshee motion.
1: <laughs> so Maggie and her son are going to go home tonight. The Brotherhood would most definitely come after them. Is that wrong?
0: I don't think so because he I he was in an anathema to the Brotherhood at this point. Like, he was persona non grata, and I don't think they're going to reach out their neck to do a damn thing. Oh. I... Because also, isn't the implication that the Senator's in some deep shit now, too?
1: No. Why would he be?
0: Because that's why Proctor was there. He said you know i'm having personnel problems and the senator says you know that my throat will be slit as soon as yours is if we don't deliver on these drugs they did not deliver on the drugs in fact they killed one of the cartel bosses ergo i think the senator's going to be up shit creek too so maybe this whole thing like you know they they've done so much justice in a single blow here that you could be entirely excused for rolling your brother's body into the lake
1: yeah. uh, You take his son fishing the the next day
0: and he's floating up there. Just don't, don't, don't look over, (laughs) don't look over port. Keep your eyes starboard. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The
1: government is crumbling from the inside and this is just the start of it.
0: Yeah. All right. It's neo-Nazis all the way to the top.
1: (laughs) So after Brock and Bunker have their, their sit down, Brock, or yeah, Brock turns around and looks out the window and, uh turns out hood's been standing there all morning just waiting for him to turn <laughs> just around Just
0: waiting for him
1: he's standing right in front of a a new lieutenant or what do they call him what's the lowest com- deputy deputy yeah <laughs> new deputy sitting there like man this guy's been standing here right for so sir long. sir can i help you
0: sir sir do you, do you want to report a crime sir
1: every time someone tries to uh move him Sir, he the fire marshal says
0: that no one can block this walkway. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> he doesn't stare Sir. lovingly up at Brock's office.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's the last time they ever see each other? I
0: think so. I think so. And Brock is smart enough to know that this is not. This is one of them times where you kind of stand to the side and let justice take its course. Yeah. Which is about to happen again.
1: Right. Um so now I just have everyone's. Did we have did we thought about Proctor goodbyes?
0: going going at guns blazing? Not yet. Okay. Everyone's sure. final
1: final goodbye is what I got here. Uh Carrie or Hood goes to see Carrie again. And uh they have a nice emotional moment.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I've always been a fan of their relationship. Lots
0: more emotional montages.
1: Yeah, you see every scene that they've, every love scene they've ever had together, basically. Yep. all different in hair, black and white. all
0: different hair lengths, colors, ages. It's just beard all, lengths. Beard lengths, yep. It's just all one big collage of love.
1: Tears and blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: yep. the woods of House Hood.
1: Uh, what? Also, what, what, Hood looks what?
0: old as shit in this scene. Yeah. Man, between all the, but it, it, Andy Starr's got old man eyes anyway. But then you put the bruise makeup and have him in a fresh fight, he just looks like he's gone down about thirty miles of bad road. Yeah. Pretty bad road.
1: What odds do you give Hood for returning back home to Carrie ever?
0: I don't know exactly why he didn't. Like just he's say, yeah. He's got this wanderlust thing. I don't I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe he feels like he has to help Job with some of his shit. I I honestly don't know why they just didn't get together. I like, think the a lot point is, is that it, he's
1: off to find himself now. Just like Sugar gave him this speech, you need to go and just be you. You don't have to atone for anything. Just go do whatever you want.
0: And be he doesn't free. want to be with the love of his life that he's never gotten over?
1: I don't think he's ever lived life for himself. Hmm. You can't love someone if you don't love yourself. Duh.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's got to sow some more wild oat bullets. And, oat yeah. Or
1: maybe he did fall out of love with her.
0: Could be. Because that's the thing. Like, I do think he... Just as Carrie had a genuine love for Gordon. Is that his name? Yeah. And I think that Hood had a genuine love for Siobhan. I don't know what he had for Rebecca, but uh, something. Mm, it's something. Uh, I, I feel like that... They did. They 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 might need some time apart before they jump jump back in together. Especially since you know Carrie's going to have the the other thing that made it okay for me is Carrie made it clear that she's getting Max back. And I don't think you want to you know have this traumatic thing and the child be separated from you and you bring him back in and like oh hey it's Uncle Hood oh, he's going to no. live with us too won't that be fun yeah no nah, you need to you need to get your family unit back together and get it humming and then you introduce the the stud into the situation
1: <laughs> right. Uh, Especially
0: since Hood is admittedly a shitty father.
1: Right. So Hood returns the car to Sugar and trades it in for his old bike. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: And then Sugar goes over with the baseball bat and fucks up the headlight and right front fender. And it's like, now you he can Slashes leave. the tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Payback's
1: a bitch. That's right. Uh so they're inside drinking and joe leaves. he has his goodbye what did you think of his goodbye outfit
0: oh the, and hair the ninja star the the vest made entirely out of ninja stars yeah. and his i don't know what you would call that blonde beaver wig yeah um pretty pretty awesome pretty awesome joe begin my favorite character i mean yeah. uh, of banshee easily
1: yeah, yeah i agree
0: now, so, uh, there's, it's a little bit bittersweet here because here's my analysis of the situation. You know, him and Sugar trade their barbs back and forth. Uh, Job gives him the satchel containing anywhere between 100,000 and 500,000 Gs. It looks like about half the size of Waltz bag that had a half a million duffled up in it. So, right. I'm going to say 250,000 is what I think. Okay. Uh, and he says, hey, this is because you blew your retirement money saving my ass. I'm on to – you're too old to sling drinks. And it's like, oh, grudging respect. He goes, you know how to get a hold of me. And Sugar says, no, I don't. No one does. And then Job says, well, he does. And then does not volunteer to give him that information. So it's kind of like, if you need me, don't call me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or convince this motherfucker that you need me bad enough. And if he decides, then I guess I'll take the phone call. Yeah. But I thought that was an intentional, like – it's been. I respect you, but I don't ever want your old ass calling me again, or, right. or, or, or roping me back into this shit. Yeah. Do you think I'm right, or do you think that was just no, I, I, like no, if you I think need me, a get a hold of on it. get a hold of Hood, and Hood will get a hold on me? Right. Because also the i the the odds that Sugar would be able to use whatever method, like you know, whether you gotta go into some kind of IRC chat room or you gotta send an e like he's not gonna be able to do any of the things required to actually get a hold of Job.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Where Lucas knows how to use a smartphone, so
1: And that's the thing is that also There's a
0: find Job app it turns out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's the other thing is is that Sugar would have to find Hood first. And Hood is also taking off. And then once they leave true, true. Sugar leaves. So it's like, how are they going to find sugar? So it's just a tongue-in-cheek way of saying, well, goodbye forever. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, where does where does sugar live? I don't know. Does he buy himself a new house now? Has he always lived in that bar?
0: I think so. I I, I assume he's going to. I don't know. Maybe he'll go to Belize and retire in style. Hmm. Maybe he will. Uh, Some place where the cost of living is low and the temperature is mm-hmm. high and. Exactly. It's just relaxes aching bones by the beachside.
1: So sugar before he goes, absolves hood of any responsibility or feelings of guilt about having to atone for anything and says, take a different road with the rest of us peasants down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hood drives off into the sunset down a wavy road and, uh, disappears. Revealing that he was a ghost the entire season.
0: Well, I mean, we should have known the name of Banshee. Right. That would have eventually turned supernatural.
1: Yeah, and it did.
0: It did. And the Satanist came back it alive, too. F- <laughs> what, what else is like right after he disappears, it goes and shows three same, s- <sighs> frames of the Satanist eyes snapping Oh, open. my God. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Man, yeah. if I was if same. I was Tropper and Ball, I would be tempted to do it just to see like or an after after, after credit, credit sequence credit, of yeah. just just like three frames: one frame of them of them closed, one frame of them half open, and one fully open. Like,
1: exactly. What the and fuck? That's did all I just it would see? take to ruin it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it would make it awesome. Okay, right. I want to talk about a couple other speci- specific okay. things. Okay, specific. specific things, and then some Atlantic things. Okay um job's final words banshee pennsylvania suck my tit is this another brock brock wrong turn yes i felt like they I didn't like it no like the banshee pennsylvania was fine but there's something about suck my tit that just didn't feel right it wasn't quite as cool as i know job could come up with
1: right i did not like
0: it at all it's like, well, he, he would suck my dick, but he wouldn't, Job wouldn't say dick. He'd say, yeah, he'd go with, t- I don't, I don't, I don't know where he'd, I don't know what they're going for there, but it didn't quite hit the mark for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, there's just so many other things. I want to see just a scene or a couple scenes, like outtakes of Job. Uh, or Hoon Lee specifically just improvising Job type yeah. lines to say goodbye.
0: Cause he had a great, he had a great one liner when he's on top of the semi. He's like, well, why, why, why we're all whipping ours out. And he takes the <laughs> actual no shit machine yeah. gun and you know, he's got the biggest gun in the fight. I thought that was pretty cool. And maybe that's what it is. Like, ah, oh, I can't go back to the dick metaphor. Well, he's already done it once. Yeah. Gotta do something else. Uh, um. I don't know.
1: I just felt like it could have been better. It didn't land for me.
0: I also really liked the scene where Brock and Bunker are looking at these black SUVs going down downtown, and they know it's going. These are cartel guys off Proctor, and they mm-hmm. look at each other like, "Yep, yeah, one of these da- one of these instances where we just kind of look the other way." Right. Let, let Let's let finish our be. coffee first. Yep. And finish then we'll our, go finish clean our it cigar up. and our coffee. Proctor thought,
1: definitely died.
0: I mean, right. he didn't definitely. I, I put in my notes Proctor makes one final question mark stand because he didn't die and he's got a machine gun or a Tommy gun and it's, it's Proctor's Proctor. Maybe he kills all those guys and is able to go on the run. But I don't think he's the power in Banshee anymore, which is the point. Definitely. Um, but I, I would think that he would die against, what was it, six guys?
1: Right. If it's not the cartel coming after him, then maybe it's Senator Mitchell. Sure, Mitchell. Sure.
0: Somebody. Yeah, because he's got nothing left now. But not a tar- tar- nothing ace. left
1: but a target on his back.
0: Nothing, not even his ace in the hole anymore. Um. So I thought that was pretty good. I liked the touch when Hood was saying goodbye to Carrie. And he says, goodbye, Anna. And she says, she corrects him and says very softly, it's Carrie, which I thought was interesting. And I actually thought up until that scene that we might get Hood's last name. I thought that huh. that's when she, she says goodbye that she was going to say goodbye. I thought so, too. Goodbye, goodbye, Gregory. Or goodbye, Arnold. Or goodbye, Timothy. Or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, we didn't get that. We also joked, we had a pretty funny joke about wondering what Sugar's bar name <laughs> and you said it's lucas hood's actual name yeah that's actually named it after him. that's the name of the bar lucas hood's actual name
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> lucas Hood's actual name can we open a bar called lucas Hood's actual name
0: i think we probably should or if we ever struggle for a name for like you know like if you need some random llc holding title it should yeah. be lucas hood's actual name that's
1: a great idea llc <laughs> i'm opening that tomorrow
0: uh no, I thought that the that's anything else that I wanted to. Um, what did you think? There's a couple of things I really like when they had Burton strangling or gutting, I guess, Rebecca, and he was like oh, I see you and he's acting super crazy. Not a huge fan of Proctor after he broke his neck just letting out this primal scream. I don't did feel I like, like that. Nah, I felt like I feel like uh silence would have been better there.
1: I think it worked for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, the difference of opinions are just that, but I, for me, I would have thought in that Proctor moment, and, Proctor had just been overloaded.
1: Proctor and Hood didn't say anything to each other, right? Uh-huh. He just dropped him. He fulfilled his actual promise to bring Proctor, the man and who then killed he Rebecca. he
0: staggered off with multiple <laughs> concussions.
1: Yeah, and it seems like they were going to say something to each other, but they didn't and... Yeah, I yeah. think a Scream was a good release. I don't know. What yeah. can you do? What can you do?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all the thoughts I've got. I just... I guess the after credit... We, did we talk about Sugar saying goodbye to his bar? I thought that was a pretty nice moment, Yeah, too. that was really nice. He was packed up, and he kind of shuffled off into the, the, the light. Takes one last drink, and... Uh-huh. But the way they shot it, I kept on thinking someone's going to sneak up behind him. Really? And I'm like, N- come on, guys. It's the you're not coming back. Are you going to set up a movie? Well, that'd be kind of cool if they set up a movie. But yeah. The way because he kept on kind of like looking behind him and looking kind of concerned or confused yeah. and I just I don't know. But I'm would glad you, they didn't.
1: Would you be interested if in five to seven years they reboot the show and it's set, say, 15 years in the future, Dave as an adult and she's become a professional thief or a assassin.
0: Well, I was actually seeing something on the Banshee Reddit where they said you could right now, next season, do a Brock and Bunker. Banshee PD. Like just yeah. ca- call it Banshee P. D. Right. And you have Dava's back and she has turned into some kind of like I guess it'd be almost a um uh, 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 a got like a Gotham in reverse, because now you got this next generation of yeah. like Deva is some kind of cat burglar. And Proctor's gone, but there's now a power vacuum, and I, I I think you could do some interesting, goofy, banshee-type stories with that. Yeah, I wouldn't be interested in that. a different set of characters, and there's a different, you know, it'd be like a crazy, crazy, in a specific NYPD-type uh, procedural. Right. And maybe you could have Anthony Starr come back, like, you know, for a three-episode arc. Yeah, I wouldn't be interested uh, in that at all. No? No. You don't ever want to see anti-star again i want to see. no i do but i
1: don't want to see a reunion show one year from now that's okay well fuck
0: you then uh
1: but i'm just saying if in the future we got some sort of revisit of the show or i mean maybe if they do come back next year and it's way in the future they recast deva because she's gonna look like she's young forever
0: uh i don't know about that but uh yeah no i i could be down for that
1: uh, yeah, that's all I was asking.
0: Or see what else, what other psychotic thing Alan Ball's got he's <laughs> ready to, to deploy.
1: Not doing it. Next time, not doing it. it. Yeah. I know. I know how it ends. <laughs> it's poorly. Poorly, yes. Uh, we just have to get on. If Alan Ball is doing a show, we're going to have to record the first season straight out of the gate.
0: And then never again. Never Maybe again. Maybe the second season if we're feeling froggy. But and then, then you, you hit it and quit it. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: If you see something coming from Allen Ball, Alan you know Ball, how Ball Alan moves. Going to be a covering it. You
0: bring home the mama. You just want to hit nope. it and quit it. Exactly. Okay.
1: Any other thoughts about the very last Banshee you're ever going to see?
0: Like I said, I feel very content. Uh, I, I, I it, to me, wouldn't if, this have been awesome if they'd have just done it as a movie?
1: This last season? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just wrap it up as a special event. No Satanist, and, just, just and it, just, it does. Deal with it's it. hard for me because you know I what I've seen of Strike Back, I really like. Yeah. I haven't seen it all, but I consider myself a Strike Back minor fan. Yes, and and I'm wanting to sit down and watch it. But it seems to me that the send off that they gave that over Banshee, which I I see, I guess I thought Strike Back was their first kind of like scripted drama hit, mm-hmm. but apparently that was a collaboration with another studio they didn't own 100 lock stock and barrel like banshee is their first baby oh and the fact that for the last season they cut this the episode order and cut the budget and forced a relocation yeah i don't get it like even if that made sense from a dollars and cents standpoint i don't think it makes sense from a just you're trying to set yourself up for us for his prestige network kind of thing right so i i don't know but then again the numbers were about half as what they were last year from an audience perspective, but how much of that was people seeing, oh, Serial Killer, and oh, it's a different set, right. and oh, it's only, like, I I, I don't know. But, oh, God, season three, I mean, Banshee's incredible. That's the thing that super frustrates me is because you can't, like, guys like Jim, for example, will not mm-hmm. hear the fact that this crazy gonzo show actually has a surprising amount of head and heart. Right. And that's what's made it so special. Um, but now it's like I was looking through... Uh, I saw that uh, what's his face Kurt whoever plays Kurt I don't know what his real name is but he was his you know name bragging is about Tom that he's Tom free There you go. He's bragging about uh, reading Lily Simmons and I was going down the Lily Simmons thing and she was thanking all her fans and like having like cute back and forth with the other actors, and she also retweeted Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> who said, "Man, I'm really going to miss Banshee out of my life. So this is one box set all you motherfuckers need." <laughs> and I'm like, you know, if Samuel F. Jackson. Sam Jackson says you need to watch Banshee. You probably fucking need to watch Banshee.
1: Yeah. That's the thing that I really got into actually first noticed last year when Banshee was on uh, season three that I got into following the Twitter or the actors on it Twitter does, it because it's like
0: a lot of fun.
1: They they're interacting with each other. They're also cute and sweet and loving mm-hmm. and and that's where the hashtag forever Fanshee was born. Right. That, that's what made me a forever Fanshee. Hmm. But they fucked me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this you do not forgive or forget. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, Shall we get? I the... got some feedback. Yeah, let's let's consider it. This is the last. This is the last one. It's party until they turn turn the lights out.
1: Okay. Marcus uh, sp- with uh,
0: an M. Th- that's just in. They're turning the lights out.
1: <laughs> okay. So congratulations on being right. You, I want to make sure I get that out there.
0: You you are you are too kind. And uh, yes, felt good. Felt right. Felt like they'd been building that all up. And she kept on trifling. That's the other thing. It's not like she was like 100% on Team Proctor either. She kept trifling. So everything he did, everything he did, he did for Proctor. Even when he was furiously masturbating with his little dolls and his torture shed, he was doing it for Proctor.
1: Okay. So our first feedback is from Jeff Trotter. And he says so
0: that's an anagram of Jonathan Tropper.
1: Oh shit! You're right.
0: Oh man, this is, All this is, I, feel, well, I feel nervous now. <laughs> Showrunner on the podcast.
1: He says only two gripes are fairly minor. One, if Banshee exists in anything like our world, no one that intimately connected to the Aryan Brotherhood gets elected to the U.S. Senate. Opposition research is too thorough.
0: Yeah. How in the hell? Can every, every, essentially every, it seemed like he was, like, instantly recognizable. Like, there's no way that there's not a news hour or magazine or inquirer or something about this guy who's a neo-Nazi. But on the other hand, we did have, like, no shit KKK members in Sin. I think the last of them died or got out, got unelected, like, but with, within know. the last decade... It's you have to be so, public about it? Well, they were. That's what I'm saying. They okay. were no shit cake. You now, they had renounced their views and whatever, but did... You know, I would be willing like, to... I both. feel like if you got a swastika and you wore a white sheet, I don't know that you ever can really fully renounce that, Kurt. Especially <laughs> if you just can't find the time to get the tattoos removed. I don't know.
1: Right. Uh, his second gripe is... Sugar has Red's Apple Ale on tap. Mmm. <laughs>
0: and that, in his, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe he's a cider he's, guy. He's a
1: cider fan. Whiskey and cider, that's a thing, right? Yeah, sure. For sure. In the Midwest it is.
0: He's like, it's fun to drink, They're shut up. They're not in the
1: Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy cider sometimes. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's like, you know, I bet people drink moonshine and still make room for some apple pie. <laughs> sometimes you just want to put an umbrella in something and... Drink a apple I
1: hope don't have umbrellas. Stupid.
0: What do they have? Cherries. They're cherries? green enough they cherries. Okay.
1: Um, sometimes you just want uh, to drink a really strong mixed drink out of a back of a porcelain cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sometimes. Um,
1: Rennie says, I agree with everyone. All right. Taking a wide stance that's here. <laughs>
0: right, that's right. Really furthered to shoulder width apart. There's like sumo in it. Sumo uh, in the world.
1: So the season as a whole was not great, but I think the finale was satisfying and left every character in a good place. Perhaps the best place they've been in since the beginning of the show. I didn't think I'd get emotional, but that was a heavy dose of the feels indeed. If they'd messed up the finale, I think that the whole Banshee experience would have left a bitter taste in my mouth but this way i can remember it fondly
0: i mean honestly i think you can make a pretty cool cut of this season like just watch the episode where they rescue Job, and then this final episode so you go season one season two season three episode they rescue Job, which was like two or three yeah and then this final episode and that's a pretty good banshee experience
1: let's do our fan edit
0: we could make a pretty cut sweet out fan edit. All
1: the Satanists, all of Veronica.
0: You have to have just enough Satanists. like you have to have a news conference, so it's it's happening. But right. you, yeah, all the other shit out of there.
1: Right, like the scene where you show the news conference.
0: <laughs> it yeah. Just
1: cut away before it turns to show him watching the TV. And we put
0: it all in chronological order, like all the flashbacks, yeah. in like some kind of like real order, so you can get a sense of story and what's going on.
1: Do we have to do this now?
0: I no. There's okay. no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gretel B says, well, it's over. I will start with the positives first. Given the shitty circumstances, I like how Proctor's story ended. Killing an infantile Burton in his arms for betrayal, then going out in a hail of gunfire seemed very fitting. I think that would be satisfying in any season of Banshee. I was also happy to see Job pay back sugar and drop the line of the week again. Someone liked it's it.
0: In the eyes of the beholder. On a it's conceptual this, it's level, in the, it's in the suck of the titter.
1: I'm glad they didn't reveal Hood's name. It seemed inevitable that they'd reveal his name in some faux emotional moment with douche, but they didn't, and I think they saved some face there.
0: Hmm. Do you think, because honestly, it seems like the, the number one crime of the season is a serial killer Satanist. What other way could Burton have, I felt like they could have came up with something with the cartel. Like that, Lily got involved in the cartel, and that um, you know Burton would use his experience and skills to stage it like the cartel murdered it, and or maybe like set the neo Nazis against Proctor. I mean, there's there's so many different ways than a completely unrelated to previously established Banshee lore satanist plot. Or that they could have told this because the the essential things the 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 end that like I feel like that the track clean how. Burton found himself in that situation, and the exit was pretty appropriately dramatic. It's just, we didn't need six episodes of this fucking fake-ass horn dude yeah. slicing up women.
1: It was really bad. How about Rebecca? She's missing. And then they find out she she's dead. And then they find out he killed her. Hmm. You know, yeah. she, Proctor goes to her the safe deposit thing is, box and finds way. that there's no money in it. The, and he thinks that she's run away, but sure. then he finds out she's dead.
0: I just feel like the only essential thing there is that... That it brought uh, that the Burton has to have some way to pin it on some other entity, that then Hood and Proctor can focus their rage upon. I don't know. And I also wish that Carrie and Hood were worked a little bit closer together. I guess in the revenge plot, it's kind of nice that they did it like they kind of backed into helping each other out. But you know, taking out Proctor has always been something that's personal to both of them. So.
1: Well, I think they figured out well, something first... that they really needed to focus on. What the important thing was. Hers was her family, and for Hood, I think it's himself and not what other people want or want of him.
0: Also, bravo, Mister Surprise Motherfucker Therapist. After Carrie has this gun battle with tons of bodies at her ranch, you you done finished business, Carrie. Good job. Here's Here's your your kids back. No cartel reprisals. No neo-Nazi reprisals. No other, every criminal east of the Mississippi reprisals. Just take I'm your, sure enjoy all this, your asthmatic, fragile son.
1: I'm sure that all of this construction dust will be great with his asthma.
0: <laughs> Plus, all the lead is flying in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty bad when he catches one of those new ones.
1: Right. Gretel B continues. Outside of that, nothing really resonated in another bad final season from Alan Ball. This, frankly, was not Banshee. I really don't understand how they craft three seasons as a sort of contemporary Western, then drop all of it.
0: I feel sorry for They're... Gretel because I feel like uh, the, this season beat him down to where they couldn't uh, enjoy this pretty good finale. Well,
1: he'll tell you why. There was one Native American in this entire season, and that was a cameo. Narratively, how is that even possible
0: did after get everything line? that
1: happened in the past?
0: Did Billy even get a line?
1: Did I imagine the first three seasons as a struggle between ethnic, religious groups with rogue sheriff in the middle? Or did the writers completely forget
0: are you killing me
1: with the serial killer shit
0: now i'm getting my blood up
1: oh you're starting to understand
0: yeah you're right
1: banshee hooked me early as a play on high plains drifter a man with no name enters a town becomes a brutal savior to the people leaves the place in jambles and literally dissolves into the sunset because he's a ghost they did three quarters of that so well and seems very intentional they got a lot of mileage teasing the man with no name and they constantly frame shots with hood's eyes like other clint eastwood classics with racial territorial conflicts and a few other Western archetypes. I loved that. They or loved what they were doing. And I carried that into season four. I just feel so bummed with what they did. I almost feel like I watched the entire series wrong and that I was watching through this lens that didn't necessarily exist.
0: Man, I feel bad, but I feel bummed on your behalf, man, because that is a pretty righteous take and you are right on in the many, many areas. Um, or a woman. Fortunately, I was able to get past all that, but the, but having you call it out is pretty rough because you're right. Uh, the Native American angle missing, and there's another thing you could have gotten. You know, you made it look like the Red Bones did it or something, and they could be like, you know, I, there's a, a lot of different interesting ways, and I would have liked the scene touched on what happened to the Amish community after Proctor devastated actual them. Actual
1: demon banshee that was haunting the town. <laughs>
0: That might have been better. the one way they could have done it worse. No. I but. think that would have
1: been better than this Satanist shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's Satanist open his eyes territory shit, I think.
1: So final feedback. Uh J Brett D, I'm going to I'm definitely going to rewatch. However, I proudly admit tears fell. First impression is meh, although I absolutely loved the sentimental moments in the after show clips. Banshee definitely did not go out with a bang. Kind of cheesy, and I'm pretty sure one of you got it right about Burton. Aaron, or was it Cecily?
0: Who was it, Cecily?
1: I don't know. Wow. Just like Lucas his name, we'll never know.
0: History will judge the winners. Um, you're. I, I, do, I don't feel like we said enough about the cast and crew saying goodbye. Yeah. What was weird is I thought that... Everybody was pretty good, and, like, it was really really interesting take. Anthony Starr and, uh, is her name Ivanka? What's her name? Ivana. Ivana Milif- Maleficent? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, she's the one who yeah, killed Snow remember. White. Um, yeah. I, those were the ones that were kind of, like, very, perf- maybe they were just over it and ready to go. But, like, I thought everybody else was pretty, pretty awesome. They had interesting things to say where Anthony Starr's like, yeah, good eye," And, and Ivana's <laughs> like, I got a cab uh there's a flight leaving right now uh but everybody else was pretty sweet i I liked it i liked the hoon lee i thought was really good i liked um uh burton Burton. you know because i guess he's a shakespearean trained stage actor to play the what do you call what what did alan ball say he called him to play this the silent killer the silent A menace or i forget what but like that was an interesting little detail and he was a really you know it's a, it's always nice when you see a guy like the kid that plays Joffrey baratheon and you see him in real life like okay they're yeah, not really crazy. Yeah. they're not really crazy it's like because because they they do it so well i mean this guy when he was choking hood out and his whole face was sloshing around or his skull like screaming
1: a, in rebecca's face yes like psychopath.
0: You, this guy's a crazy person. But And there's another one. When I was uh, going through Lily's um, Twitter, they did a selfie where they were standing on the road where they blew up the truck oh, with, yeah. with, ma- with matching umbrellas holding hands. Uh, her and Burton that's cute, and it said "Team Proctor forever." <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. That's like, I, honestly, you should go to all of the stars of Banshees Twitter and just creep it's through. It's so the much last fun if you're a fan weeks. of yeah. the
1: show and the cast, and
0: so many behind the scenes photos and yeah. really cool.
1: It's engaging in a way that I don't think I've ever heard of another show being. Like you can't, you can't portray that kind of closeness on what's it called the talking dead or i
0: don't know i think you could pay for that kind of close <laughs> <laughs> i don't think but so. it's nice it's nice i mean it's it's you know on one hand it seems like it's kind of a little corporate but uh they all got they, they all did a convincing really? job you saying of,
1: the banshee f- cast on i'm Twitter, just saying that when cinemax just said how when cinemax puts a trailer
0: was? that says join cast and crew and tweeting at fanshee like
1: in the fourth season, it's been building up now, to No, they this. did it last
0: season, too. I felt like it was a but But, you know, maybe it was a grassroots thing that they glommed on to. And, <laughs> and maybe it's just actors um, being charming and... and and uh, you know, or maybe it's your publicist that's that's doing all this. I don't know. But Jesus, cool. you're cynical. I'm cynical as fucking Jesus hell. Christ. I'm fuck. I'm 39 years old. and I've seen too much shit.
1: Well, I check can't... back
0: with you another 40 years.
1: <laughs> You'll be dead. You'll be dead <laughs> from all the Dry, pessimism,
0: dried up cynicism. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I'm gonna go out the Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: broken leg.
0: A broken leg. Keep that
1: shit up. Um, that's really all I've got.
0: Okay, well, thanks, um, boy. I tell you thanks. what, we this is a real labor of love. This, especially on Cecily's behalf, this is a real ball breaker to or ovary breaker to have to do double podcasts uh, with a full time job. So, yeah. and we did it because we love Banshee, and we really stretched to make, to make room for it in our schedule. And Banshee
1: loves us back. I know because I tweeted it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I felt like. You know, if I could have done it again, probably wouldn't have. I probably would have just done a season wrap up. But since we did, I felt like we were pretty adequately rewarded. I'm glad everybody, you know, we got pretty decent numbers on Mm -hmm. this uh, podcast. If you want to follow me and Cecily, we are still on Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Which is another really, like, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead or if you're a fan. If you're a fan of American horror, or a lot of the other stuff—Native
1: Americans, sure. Demon banshees,
0: sure. All of that.
1: Cr- cr- crying white women.
0: <laughs> yep. Lots of uh, uh,
1: gruesome of, fights and violence.
0: Improbable sex scenes with really fantastic-looking people. Yes. There's a lot to like there, and uh, we're covering it all uh, on the Showtime Penny Dreadful. Our podcast Penny Earful. Check it out on baldmood.com or on iTunes. And if not that, I think we will be back with some new stuff before the end of the year. Yes. Um, I don't want to announce it or commit to it right yet, but if you have followed us this long, you probably know what they are. Yeah. Um, And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you. Never. Suck my tit, Banshee.
1: Suck our tit.